0: Everything that began to exist has a cause. The universe began to exist. Therefore, the universe has a cause. That is not difficult. And if you pace yourself and walk slowly through it with someone who is of a different belief system, usually you can get to a place where you at least have a, the possibility of a very nebulous, big God. And that's all you need. Yeah, that's you starting, just need right. a
1: crack. <laughs> right. Hi there, this is Study with Friends, a weekly dive into the answers and questions we find in the Bible, in the church, and in the broader Christian faith. I'm Paige, and this week we are talking about expanding our apologetics toolbox with help from Holly's book, Searching for God. We use long form programming, and this episode is a part of a series. You can get all the rest of the episodes, learn more about the guests in this series, about the resources we provide, and about the larger work that we are doing all at studywithfriends.org. Now, let's begin today's episode.
0: We talked about creation. So, for these purposes, we're talking about the act, the moment that God said there will be something where there was nothing. Uh, The Kalam cosmological argument, which we would never bring up (laughs) in a conversation at a coffee shop, but that we should be well-versed in understanding is... And we talked about this last episode, so it's developed a little bit better there. So we're just going to swing back by it and then move on. Everything that began to exist has a cause. The universe began to exist. Therefore, the universe has a cause. Mm -hmm. And the natural, logical outcropping from that is the cause would have had to be unimaginably powerful, eternal, These are, you know, powerful, creative, um, you know, existing outside of time and space. That is the core concept of a God. Mm -hmm. If we can just start with a very core concept of God. And I think that also makes people a little nervous, a little anxious, makes Christians anxious to say, well, I don't want to start with a vague gray concept of God. I want to start with the personal God that I know, the personal work of Christ. You can't. Just chill. (laughs) right we'll get there you'll get there (laughs) because you can't just wrench a person out of their belief system no one's moving that fast Mm -hmm. um most people aren't moving that fast god can do things yeah and he does but one of the things we wrapped up the last episode with is really the importance of patience Mm -hmm. um and so just be patient and know that you may be one of many people god uses through the course of this person's life to put one small piece of the puzzle in place and that is okay Don't be so self-involved that you think it's all got to be you and you've got to get to the finish line in 10 minutes. It most often doesn't work that way. The best disciples are made in the context of relationship. Relationship with someone who is a believer and then evolves into a relationship with Christ. So we have to be committed to the relationship and patient with the Mm -hmm. outcomes that we may or may not see. The outcomes belong to God. Uh, but we can be equipped with some some good tools, some handy tools that are um, relatively easy t- for everyone to understand. So, like, that's a big title the Kalam cosmological argument. I also referenced the ontological argument. These are like big words, mm-hmm. but they're not big concepts. I mean, what I just said everything that began to exist has a cause. The universe began to exist, therefore, the universe has a cause. That is not difficult. Right, And if you pace yourself and walk slowly through it with someone who is um of a different belief system, usually you can get to a place where you at least have a, the possibility of a very nebulous vague God mm-hmm. and that's all you need, yeah, that's You starting, just need right. a crack <laughs> right right uh, and that's all you know that's what God can work in a crack. Mm-hmm. He can work in the tiniest spaces, thinking mm-hmm. the Bible says all he needs is a mustard seed, so. Okay, so we talked about that. I think we did good work on that. Do you feel like you better understand it or, like, can, can use yes. it better? Yeah. Break it down into those three things. Say okay. it back to me. Let me see. <laughs>
2: Test time. So all things. No, see, now you're making me no, repeat it say, and now I don't.
0: You got it. All things need to exist.
2: <laughs> see, repeating is so bad. Everything I'm, that
0: began. Everything that began has a The core. thing that you have to remember is that's the secret sauce. Yeah. I'm giving you the cliff notes like this. Right. Because the argument can't be everything that exists has a cause. Right, because nothing exists. Th- right. Well, every that means that God exists and has to have a cause. Yeah, That doesn't work. It's everything that began to exist yeah. has a cause. So if that helps you put an anchor on it, the real crux of the cosmological argument is beginnings. Right. They, I mean, essentially what we're trying to
2: get to the point is is that God... There is a God that created it. Something was created. Yeah. See, this is why I'm so, I'm so big concept. I, I have problems with the narrow path, yeah. so to speak. And but I, that's I okay that
0: because way. maybe your brain assimilates it yeah, in a it, way that you can use right. later that isn't the way that my right. brain assimilates Because you say it. those three things. I'm like, naturally. Right.
2: Right. But, but breaking them down into the three things personally, I'm like, eh, I can't necessarily break them down into three things. Yeah.
0: Just because my it's just the way my brain works. Well, let me ask you this. Is it more helpful for you to think about space and time as creations? Let me develop the question. That's a hard one. Now we're getting into the super thinky stuff. But let's sit there for a minute or three. This is crazy to think about. But because the foundation of the cosmological argument is the word beginning, Mm -hmm. what does the word beginning mean? What is it tied to? I'm not sure if I understand the question. Beginning, end, middle. What do these describe? We started the beginning of this series. Right. At a certain. So there was nothing before that. There was, we we scheduled a time. Yeah. That's when we began. Okay. Time. So when I talk about the beginning, middle, and end, the beginning of my life. Yeah. And the end of my life is measured by time. Yeah. Beginning, middle, and end is measured by time. Mm-hmm. It is a function of time. It is a description of time. Yeah. You with me? I am. Kay. Yes. So when I say that the universe, that everything that had a beginning had a cause, that is necessarily connected to the concept of time. Are you tracking with me? Yes. Okay. So I think so far. Let's so we'll put see. time yeah. aside for a second. The other thing that we live in that we don't think much about is space. Mm -hmm. We take up space. I'm occupying space. Everything around us has a spatial component. If there is such a thing as a God, we would have to make him smaller to fit him inside space. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. So God must exist outside of space. That's crazy because we don't understand how can anything be outside of the thing that defines us. Right. Time, my daughter always says, time is a social construct, which is true. It is is a way that we measure. It's like math. It's a way that we measure. Mm -hmm. So space and time are creations. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. So if space and time are creations, then there must be something that, that exists crea- outside yeah. of those things that created them. Yes. That I definitely, 100% can say. That's hard yes. to wrap your brain around. Yeah. Um, the, and I think I've said this on, on uh, previous episodes, but the eternality of god. So when we think etern- eternality is not the same thing as um um immortal. or and um what's the word I'm looking for? uh all of time. Infinite. Oh. Um <laughs> sorry. Okay. So eternal is different than infinite. We colloquially define eternal as infinite mm-hmm. a lot of times. Like it's it, it it's right. It has always existed. Right. Infinite is it has always existed. Yeah. Always is a time. Time thing. Right. <laughs> so eternal is that that outside of time existence. Outside of space and time existence. One of my professors, one of my seminary professors said it this way, which was really helpful and practical for me. And we're going we're spinning around something we'll come back to. He said, think about it this way. <laughs> it's super anthropomorphic it falls apart when you think about god as like waking up and having a cup of coffee but i like the idea (laughs) so he said god wakes up and has a cup of coffee and in the first part of his day in the morning he deals with some things that are happening in 2028 Mm -hmm. and in the afternoon he deals with some things that are happening in 1803 and then in the evening, he deals with some things that are happening in 500 BC. Mm-hmm. Because he is outside of right, it. All right. All of space and time yeah. is in front of him at all times. Yeah. We experience as a linear what he experiences nonlinear. Right. Okay. So we're way in the weeds now. Yeah. But, the, but I'm going to bring it back to the Kalam cosmological argument. Right. The word beginning is the key there. Everything that began had a cause. Well, and this is,
2: so, it, so. I actually did I mess appre- you up or no, did that help? I okay. actually <laughs> appreciate where you go. So, so I'm, uh, I'm a reader and, and this is one of the things that I have noticed through my reading and I read fiction and nonfiction, but some of the fiction that I read, we always try and put God in our concepts, mm-hmm. right? God, angels, demons, whatever they might be. We always give them, they're, they're kind of more like a superhero, mm-hmm. right? They, they're. They're human and yet they have a superpower. Right. And yet that is not true of God. Right. And so it's, I think it's so difficult for us to wrap our brains around something that we're made in the image of. Of course. And yet he's so much bigger. Right. Right. Than we are. And so trying to find these uh, arguments, discussions, topics, whatever it might be to go to. How do we understand? How it? do we understand? Okay. It? And that's really what we want, right? I mean, what you're coming down to is we want to understand these mm-hmm. things, right? We want to know
0: where we came from. Yeah. We want to
2: know how we're made. Yeah. We want to know what's right. Everybody and what's wrong.
0: wants to understand the world right. they live in and themselves, yeah. right?
2: And so, so I, I, I really appreciate you going in two different directions because my mind says, and it's funny, uh, uh, a girl in my uh, this one Bible study I do actually when we we were doing genesis together and she just openly discussed chaos mm-hmm. versus order mm-hmm. and how god created order and that's where this theory of time and space mm-hmm. came from mm-hmm. was god creating order that we just so naturally take for Like granted. you were saying your daughter said it's a construct. It is. Yeah. But it's a construct that we
0: But that's now that's when we can talk about evolution. Yeah. Intelligent design. Yeah. Um consistency that the that the universe does have order and it does follow rules.
2: yeah who made the rules? right and that's and I I, I really appreciate it because I think that's what it comes down to when they come up with these hard questions they lack the understanding right of where it came from what you're saying or what they believe of Christianity going back to the beginning of the book right yeah. what they believe of Christianity and what Christians say, seems kooky right using that similar word and so they're trying to make sense of what it is that we believe versus what it is that they don't maybe right and it
0: takes a willfulness to assimilate something new with something I already believe right you have to be willing to open your mind to the possibility and that was why I loved what you said on an earlier episode which was uh, if something if something pokes at my belief system I have to be willing to entertain it yeah Uh, otherwise I'm not going to understand it And understand whether it's worthy of holding or letting go. Someone said, I wish I could quote this, but the purpose of an open mind is to find the truth and then close your mind on it. Mm -hmm. Like, the purpose of an open mind isn't just to take in everything, garbage. It's to find truth. Yeah. Be open-minded. Be open to competing arguments. Let them have their say. Yeah. Investigate them appropriately and decide what you think. Um, Okay. So, So maybe... Maybe that when, uh, when I give you like the secret sauce to the cosmological argument is the word began. Yeah. So now what try, you want to try so to run the three again? Probably not as much. All right, that's but okay. I, but,
2: but the world. Is so so there was a beginning. Something had to create that beginning, and I feel like I've lost. It. I feel like I put two in <laughs> the, or okay. or three in. Everything two.
0: that began has a cause. Right. And then someone created the universe. The universe began.
2: And then someone created the universe.
0: The universe had to, have had to be created. Caused. Right, had caused. to be created. Yeah. Try not to use the word created. Okay, cause. I cause know I use a is lot better. of Christian yeah. terms. That's tricky.
2: It is tricky. And so I w- I'm going to bring up a, a show. So I so I watch a lot of TV and because I think media um, holds a lot of responsibility in a lot of these things. And uh, I watch Doctor Who. At least I used to watch Doctor Who pretty often. And Doctor Who had an episode of The Big Bang. And so it was just a whole bunch of little pieces that kind of crashed into each other and created the universe. It's a beautiful picture of something that didn't happen, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so because it was cr- I believe that it was created by our God, and yet it's a beautiful picture. And someone might go, oh, that's absolutely what it looked like because we don't necessarily mm-hmm. formulate it and work it out because somebody wrote it in this little short little mm-hmm. clip. That they can show on TV and have it yeah. make sense.
0: Which is why I think like the video that goes with this, the work that we're doing, like we're putting out other media that is yeah. speaking truth, telling a different narrative. Mm-hmm. And, and I, you know, all you can do is what you can do. Right. But so, okay. So that's right. You got it. Yeah. You have it. So it's about beginnings and causes. Yeah. That's really what it's about. And, and you could almost even say to a person who's having this naturalist uh, idea, which we wouldn't define in that way, you, you start to uncover in a conversation that someone believes in naturalism. They believe in only what they can see, touch, mm-hmm. taste, feel, measure, and predict. Then you might say, you might start by saying, do you believe the Big Bang is how the universe began? it's cheating a little mm. because we're embedding the word began which sets the table for our argument but that's okay we're not really cheating we're just setting the table for our argument yeah. so you could say do you believe the big bang is how the universe began mm-hmm. if you phrase it just like that and they say yes science has proven the big bang is how the universe began you're set yeah you're set because now you've you yeah. have it's lay down the plates and the silverware and you can deliver the meal. And so that's just that's just how you want to think yeah. about it. The word began is key. And maybe someday, maybe parts of conversations do need to do what I did with you, which is to kind of like sure. build this space and time is a creation, and then that must yeah. mean that someone is beyond that creation, but you just feel it out. Yep. The other thing I could say is have you ever watched Doctor Strange? Have you ever watched the movie Doctor Strange? Do you believe in the multiverse? Like you know, there there yeah. are, you know, there are lots of ways you can get into Absolutely, that. yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's basically the cosmological argument and we're and we're we're sitting in it a bit of time because it is I really believe it's an important tool in any Christian's toolbox to have conversations like this for a couple reasons. One because it's really hard to argue down, mm-hmm. and two, um, it helps to remind us to back people all the way up yeah. to the beginning so that they don't, so that we're not making an argument based on um, I, I would say faulty, but I would also say disparate um, belief systems. Mm-hmm. Like I'm making an argument from over here. You're making your argument from over yeah. here. Like the evolution thing you just said, yeah. which is okay. I will talk to you about evolution and I will tell you my thoughts about evolution, but can I first hear your thoughts on the Big Bang. Yeah. Like, what do you think the Big Bang? Yeah. Like, do Do you believe that the that the Big Bang is the right theory for how the universe began? Yeah. And so you know what I mean just gently yeah. moving, um because if you start there, and you start with a vague, undefined God, roughly defined, big, powerful, outside of space and time. If you can get there to outside of space and time, bonus. <laughs> yeah. But if you can't, that's okay. And then you can talk about evolution and intelligent design. And then it becomes, then we're just bringing into focus the God that we have agreed is possible. Mm-hmm. Then that's really what we're doing, Kathy. Is over time we're bringing that God into focus as right. a personal God, a God then, who cares about the world, who designed it intelligently right. with order, and then that God stepped into His creation in the personal work of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So we're just narrowing down. Yeah, and we're starting with the truth. And in, in this, at
2: this point, at this stage in our progression as a as a nation, where we talk a lot about that. And so I don't think that that stuff should be off the table because I do think sometimes those things are off the table because a lot of people yeah. either don't go back to the beginning, right? Even us as believers, we don't go back to the beginning cuz you were saying in, in the earlier that we're like just let's focus on Jesus, right? right? Cuz we, we might have some fear in going back to the beginning like what that what's that going to do to our belief or yeah. where we are. Oh, stand? so many
0: things make us yeah. unwilling or un, uneasy with the conversation, yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, it, That's why you can't, you can't wrestle someone out of that. Yeah. You got it. It's like that thing. Um, remember that old parable that the, the wind and the sun had an argument which one would be able to make the man take his jacket off first? Oh, no. You never heard this? No. So the wind and the sun had an argument, and they both believed that they would be able to make the man take his jacket off. First in a shorter period of time. And so the wind went first and blew and blew and blew and blew. Thinking that it could blow the jacket off. But all it did was made the man hold the jacket more tightly. But then the sun created warmth and the man took off his jacket. Mm -hmm. And that's the idea here that like I'm blowing and blowing and blowing in this argument, hoping that I blow your jacket off. When the truth is the warmth and the love of relationship and community that I invite you into is what's going to have you. Right shed this jacket because you feel like you don't need it anymore right. right you don't need the protection anymore Yeah, yeah. okay so let's talk a little bit about evolution we have a few minutes um do you want to talk about do you want to flesh out what you um were talking about with your uh, family member or um do you want to talk a little bit about evolution in the context of the foundation we've now built, does it make it easier for you to talk about evolution when you have a foundation of the universe had a cause? I'm sure
2: it could, right? Depending on, you know, where they fall in some of those earlier conversations. I'm sure that that could soften it up to where, you know, We could have, really a lot of it is opening people up to conversation. So I'm sure that it's not someone that's yelling a question at you Mm -hmm. and really not wanting to hear your answer much more of it's You've opened a conversation and developed something where they could come to you and then you could have an open dialogue about things uh, and be willing to hear them and things like that. So Mm -hmm. I absolutely think at any point it would probably be easier than just answering the question that they ask to go back and start having real conversations so, in that sense, I would say absolutely. Uh, in the scientific sense, I would say that there's still some some sticking points, mm-hmm. right, when it comes to these things. Mm-hmm. So, What do you think those are? They're difficult concepts. Um, again, I would think that it is... <laughs> so, I am not a scientist. I preface that. I want to make that very clear and very known. Uh, I have... I do believe in the truth of scripture. I have read up on things regarding evolution and uh, and the science of different sorts of evolution, Darwin's finches and all those kind of things. Uh, and so I'm, I hold very strongly to that there was an Adam and Eve. And so it makes it difficult when someone will say, you know, there's all of this proof with evolution and mm-hmm. all of these things. And so it does make it a little bit challenging to openly listen and and offer because I can't offer them science mm-hmm. so to speak right I can't offer them science I can offer them
0: um why do you think you can't offer them
2: science <sighs> so I am not completely caught up in all of the background knowledge of the evolutionary track mm-hmm. of what is believed and what is taught in school mm-hmm. I probably could and might want to be more well-versed on that. Um, but I'm not at this moment really sure. super well-versed on that. So Most what w- people aren't, so let's go with yeah. That. So what I would say I am more well-versed on is what I believe to be is truth is Genesis. Mm-hmm. So I can come from my side of the argument.
0: I have less knowledge. Mm. So your toolbox, you need some tools in the toolbox. I, yeah, I would okay. say
2: my knowledge in the other side. And again, I don't want to argue that they are wrong. Mm-hmm. And so I want to listen Be loving. So this is, so it's, it's more of a sticking point. Okay. I appreciate the going backwards because for me, Mm -hmm. I think that opens up more of a trust space to where then we can dialogue about other things.
1: This program is produced by Study With Friends. Learn more about us at studywithfriends.org and sign up there for email devotionals or download our Bible studies for free. If you are blessed by our work, please consider supporting our ministry with a donation. We believe in the local church. Please find a congregation where you can plug in and experience all aspects of the Christian life. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time when we study with friends.